Welcome to Passionate and Prosperous, the only podcast about creating success in your life and business by using your voice, gifts, and skills to do the work that lights you up, make money, and have massive impact in the world. This show teaches coaches, creatives, and service-oriented human beings how to trust in yourself and leverage your unique message, experience, and expertise to attract your ideal audience, create clients, and organically build your soul-aligned business. I'm your host, mindset and business strategy coach, Stacey Brass Russell, and I can't wait to help you to set yourself up for success and use your passion to create the prosperous life and business that you truly desire. Hey, everybody, welcome back to Passionate and Prosperous. So today, we're going to be talking about something that I get asked about all the time. And that question is, do I need a website? And the answer is not so simple. The answer to that is yes and no. And so I think this is going to be a really, really helpful episode for those of you who maybe don't have a website yet, or if you do have a website, you might come out of this listening to this episode with some ideas about how you might feel that you want to change or update or tweak or adjust your website. So I'm really hoping that everyone listening is going to get tremendous value from this. I think it's a great topic. And what's really funny is I knew I was going to record this episode. I had, uh, you know, like taken my notes, planned it out, um, and knew that when I sat down today, this is what I was going to talk about. And right before, I am not even making this up. I'm not, I'm not making the story sound better. Literally, right before I sat down to record today's episode, I had a discovery call with someone to talk about working together. And I, I kid you not, literally... One of the first things that she said to me when she was kind of like giving me the the backstory and like her like the update on like what she wants to do and you know how she wants what kind of business she wants to start and she literally said to me and I know I need a website like and she said it as if like that was what she needed to do next you know that that was what she needed in order to start a business and it was so funny because i literally could not believe that this was happening i knew i was coming in to talk about this and it's something that i i actually do talk about with my clients and in my programs um i have i have definite feelings about websites and i i just hadn't done an episode on it yet and it was so funny that the episode was so validated just two hours ago, literally. Right. Or, and uh, yeah, like at 11 AM my time. And I thought, Oh my God, this is so perfect. I'm so glad that this is what I'm coming in to talk to you about. So we're going to talk about websites today. And I, I know it's going to help you. I know that you're going to come out of this episode having so much more clarity about either getting one, you know, or the one that you already have. Okay. So as I said, do I need a website? That's sort of like the, the 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 question I get asked all the time. And I'm going to come out and say to you, the answer is yes, no, <laughs> right? So you do need a website. 
And I'm going to talk about why I think you need a website. Um, and you don't need one in order to start your business or create clients. Okay. So I'm going to say that again. I'm going to say you do need a website for your business and you don't need one in order to start your business or to create clients. So this is, these are the mistakes that I see coaches and entrepreneurs make all the time when it comes to websites. Okay. These are the top three things that I see that I consider to be mistakes that coaches and entrepreneurs make when it comes to websites. Number one, thinking that they need a website first in order to create a client or have a business, right? Like this idea that the website is the prerequisite before you can have anyone pay you for your services. That, that's a huge error. That's a huge thinking error, right? It is, it is, that is completely untrue. And it's, so it's a, it's an error in thinking. Okay. I'm not going to call it a mistake or whatever, but it's an, well, I already did, but it's an error in thinking. Okay. All right. Number two, thinking that a website is what is going to bring in lots of discovery calls or signups for things, whatever programs, um, you know, courses. So, Thinking that the website, this is number two error, okay, error in thinking, okay? Thinking that the website is going to be the thing that brings in the calls and the clients, right? So number one, thinking that you need a website before you even start your business or it can have paying clients. And number two, thinking that a website is the thing that's actually going to bring you the discovery calls and clients. Like you, you know, you're going to spend all this time getting a website ready. You're going to launch it. You're going to make a post on social media and be like, oh my God, I'm so excited. I have a website. And then you're going to, and then you get really disappointed when you don't get a flurry of discovery calls, right? This happens all the time. Okay. And then the third mistake that I see coaches and entrepreneurs make when it comes to websites is making a website or, you know, getting it, having it made, making it yourself and making it about yourself. Right. So you get this website and, and, and I, and I go to the website and it's like, your, you know, of course your picture should be on the website. That's not a question, but that the very first thing is like, hi, I'm Stacey Brass Russell and I'm this and I'm that and I do this and I do that. And here's my credentials and here's why I, right. And that is typically what most people do when they create a website on their own. And when people get websites made for them, <laughs> there's a whole other bunch of issues that come up with that, okay? So um, we're going to be talking about all of it, okay? Uh, all of it. So let's dive in. Before I dive in, um, I just want to remind you that we have, so when this episode comes out, um, it's going to be mid-Jan, mid-Jan, I think the 18th, if I'm remembering correctly, January 18th, 2023. So if you happen to be listening to this episode, um, you know, on or around the release, I want to remind you that we have our next community training starting on Monday, January 30th. This is a free training. As you know, I like to put out as much as possible in the Passionate and Prosperous community. 
Um, I like to give you as much as I can opportunities for us to be together, right? Because listening to the show is so great. And then how do you up level everything that you hear on the show? And I, you know, I know that, you know, I get messages from you and how much value you get and all this. And here's what I'm going to tell you. If you love the show, then the next thing for you to do is to make sure that you come to one of the things that I offer. I think of everything that I offer as like a next level, right? Because not only are you getting to hear all the stuff that I teach and talk about, but it gets more experiential and integrated for you when you actually get in the room with me and you're you're in the vibe, right? And you're meeting the other members of the community and you and you're feeling the energy that is very different than when you've got headphones on and you're listening by yourself. So in my trainings, they're experiential, they're interactive. You're with our incredible community of people. This is what I hear all the time is that people leave the trainings, the calls, whatever you want to call them in such a different state, right? And you want that when you're an entrepreneur. You need to have the community, the teacher, the mentor, the coach, all of that, that actually helps you to have state shifting, right? That shifts your state, shifts your mindset, shifts your energy, right? So, and then also hopefully uh, helps you get uh, better results, right? Or, Or up level or whatever you want to call it. So, Our training that's coming up January 30th to uh, February, I think it's 4th. It's that Monday through Friday. We meet for an hour each day. And you don't want to miss this one because this is one of my best trainings. And I'm actually changing it and up-leveling it because that's what I always do. I rarely ever can offer the same thing twice uh, without improving on it. But this is going to be about how your niche, it's going to be about your niche And then it's going to be about how you leverage your niche in order to to have success in your business, right? So I really think that niche is something that so many people have all kinds of like issues with, right? Everyone's got niche issues and thoughts about niche and fear about niche and fear about, you know, narrowing or limiting or all this stuff. And, And what I teach, and there's an episode on this, is your niche sets you free. And you, you, and that your niche is not only this one dimensional thing where you, where you make this avatar description of your ideal client. No, I teach niche in a completely different way. And the way that I teach niche is in a way that empowers you so much to know what to do in your business and, and, and how to create the right content in your business. And so that's what we're going to be doing. I, I don't know that there's ever a time that you wouldn't come to this, even if you think you have clarity in your niche, here's my experience is, is that I do these things over and over and over again, because as you evolve, as your business grows, as you get more clarity, as you work with more people, as you create more uh, content, your message gets clearer or it shifts or it, or it needs tweaking. And so even if you've taken my niche training with me in person or you have a recording of it, which some people do, people buy it, actually, even if you've done that, come, come to this because it's never the same twice. And you're always going to hear, learn, do and take away something totally different because that's how your brain works. Right? The way our brains work is that is that we hear and 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 integrate what is most 
uh, needed and necessary for us at any given time. So when you revisit a training or go back, you know, um, and take something again with a teacher, and I'm not talking right now about like, like overwatching replays because you think you missed something. Okay. That's not what we're talking about here. What we're talking about is revisiting things at a new point of, or a new time because you're going to have a different experience because now you're ready to hear something different than you heard the first time or do something different. Okay. So anything that I'm ever offering, you can always go to my website, www.stacybrassrussell.com. There's a link there for the podcast where there are show notes, like detailed notes on everything. And there's also an events tab. And on that events tab, you're always going to be able to see everything that I have already announced that's coming up and register for things. This is free. This is free. And so I highly recommend that you come. Okay. All right. So that was my little uh, public service announcement about our upcoming workshop. Uh, five day, It's not even a workshop. It's a five-day training. These things are so valuable that sometimes when I'm putting them together, I have to listen to my own episodes reminding me about how giving away so much value only ever benefits my business. And I don't have to have fear that people are going to take all of this valuable stuff that I put out for free and then run away and be like, thanks, bye. It never happens. All right. Never happens. Okay. So websites, we are back. We're back with websites. Okay. So I already went through to you the three things that I find are the top mistakes, right? Thinking that you need a website first before you can have a business at all or create a paying client. Thinking that the website is the thing itself that's going to bring in your discovery calls and clients. Like once you launch a website, boom, you know, and then finally that when you do have a website, like that you make it all about you, right? These are the three top mistakes that I see. All right. So here's, here's the thing. When you are newer in your business, when, you know, or, or maybe, maybe you're not new in your business, but, but something I see a lot is spending a lot of your valuable resources. As you know, I talk about time, energy, and money as our three most valuable commodities, resources, right? And everything that we do, every action we take, every decision we make, every everything that we do in our lives and businesses are some conglomerate, some, some, some combo of those three resources. Everything requires an investment of either time, energy, or money, or all three, or some combo of them, right? Um, and so especially a website is all three, right? Some things are, are more money. Sometimes you give away your money to save your time and energy. Sometimes you, you, know, you can do something that is a big investment of your time and energy to save the money, right? Let's say from having someone else do it. And then an interesting thing about a website is it requires all three. Even if you were to hire someone out and you're thinking, oh, that's the money investment, it would still be a huge investment of time and energy because no one else can create your website for you. And that's what we're going to be talking about. Uh, you have to be a major part of that because only you know how to express your brand and your message and your mission and how to speak to your ideal client and find your authentic voice and all of these things that must be on your website. So I'll even have a lot of clients come to me who, by the time they reach out to me to work with, 
they they did they either hired someone to make a website or they went through there are a couple of things i don't know what they are but i've heard like i've a few times now someone has come to me to work with me and part of some program that they took or were in was that they got a a simple website created for them, you know, and they'll bring that website to me and I'll be like, like, I mean, this is clearly a website that was created for someone who didn't have a niche (laughs) or a message or really know what the fuck they were doing. And then the person who created the website is not like a messaging expert. And so, yeah, it's a simple utilitarian website that, you know, it, it 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 it's there, right? It's there. It's some sort of a storefront, um, but it's definitely not doing anything for for that person's business for a variety of reasons, right? So that was an investment of of money, right? But in order to have a website that's even remotely good to begin with, you would have to be investing the time and energy as well. So I think that until you're very established and until you've created so much content that someone else could easily do the research and hear and find your voice and your message because you've put out so much. Like, that's, this is me, right? Like, I had my website redone um, only a few months ago. I'm, I'm four and a half in, years into my business. I had a website created four years ago that I personally have updated nonstop over the last four years. But then I finally had a complete rebrand, a complete new website. And the beautiful thing is that my web designer, like she had so much that she could take in, in terms of getting to know what I say, what I do, like what my brand is, what my message is. Um, But that's from four and a half years of of cultivating that and creating enough for someone else to see and use. So unless you have that, you would be the one creating the content for your website. Okay. So back to that, a website uses all three of your most valuable commodities to create. Now I want you to think about what a website like is like, this is how I like to describe it. Okay. I want you to think of your website right? Is like when you create a website, the website is like a store, right? It's like, it's like if you, if someone were to like literally have the experience of what, what your website should be like is someone seeing like what, when I, when we're walking around, okay. Like when my husband and I are walking around the village or Soho, whatever, I'll like, we'll walk by a store window, right? And I'll see the store and there'll be something about the store window that makes me want to go in, right? I'll see the store and I'll be like, ooh, this is a Stacy store, right? I want this store. So I want you to imagine the homepage of your website is that, right? The very first part of the homepage of your website is the part where someone would see it as if it was a store and go, ooh, I want to go in there, right? And what made them want to go in there was, that there was something that spoke to them, that felt like them, that looked like their style, that resonated. It served a need. Oh, they have what I need. Like whatever it is, something about seeing the window, which is what the very first before the scroll part of your homepage is, that that it would that it would make someone want to go in. Not your mom, right? Because all it would need on your on your website is like your picture and something that says like the, you know, Super Stacy is the most amazing coach ever, right? And then my mom would be like, "Yeah, I'm going in there, right?" But like, other than my mom, like who gives a shit, right? So I want you to think about like 
we want people other than your mom to want to go into your website. (laughs) Ideally, we want it to be your ideal clients, right? So a stranger, ideal client, okay? So then they go into the website, which is the equivalent of going in the store. And then what we want them, the first experience to be is, oh, I love it in here. I love the vibe. I love what's what I can what's available. I love the whole mission. I love the I love the way it smells. I love the way it looks. I love the way it feels. Right. So there's something that's drawing me in. Right. Something that's making me know, oh, this is a good place for me. And then I might browse. Right. And now I'm browsing and hopefully I'm seeing things that I'm like, ooh. Ooh, oh my goodness, right? Ooh, I want that. Okay, so I want you to think about that. That that, and then and then maybe I'll get to the point where I go up to somebody, right, and I go, "Whose store is this?" Right? Who who makes this? Right? And that's like what happens steps or more after I discovered the store, right? I didn't go in the store because there was a picture of the owner of the store on the front, and it just said her name and what she does. And that didn't make me go in the store. So I really want you to think about the website as your store, first of all, and what would make someone go into it. Now, what I see a lot of people thinking of their website as is what I refer to as, and this might be very dated. You might not like fully know what I'm talking about because no one does this anymore. But the other thing that like, you know, uh, identifies or lets someone know that there's a business, right? Is a shingle. We call it a shingle, right? Hanging out your shingle. It could be, you know, like my husband has an office in our building and there's a plaque, right? Outside the office door. It says, you know, Christopher Russell's psychoanalyst, right? It's a plaque. It's a shingle. All right. Or when I used to own a yoga studio, Uh, We had to have like a whole big thing with our lawyer, with the landlord about getting permission to have a sign that was hanging off the building, right? Like, like, you know, off the building that someone would see if they were walking down the street, right? That said the name of the studio. So a lot of times people think that having a website is the equivalent of hanging up that shingle or hanging up that sign or putting out that plaque, right? But what I want you to remember about plaques and shingles and signs on streets and on doors and whatever is that they rely, there's two purposes. One, someone may stumble across it by chance. Someone may see it, but they'd actually have to be on the street, They'd have to be on the street or in the hall or in the right place to see it, right? They'd they'd have to be seeing it because they were already in the right place. And then the second thing is that they might, it might also serve as as, as if someone was looking for you or it, the business, right? It would help them, it would help them find it faster. Oh, here's the sign. Here's the sign. I'm there, right? So when you think about, using your website as as the equivalent of hanging out a shingle. The problem is that it doesn't work the same way as a shingle does because a shingle is relying on foot traffic, okay, or people already wanting to look, find it. And, And your website on the big wide web, on the wide, wide, www, world wide web, right, it's really hard for it to function 
as the shingle part where people stumble across it or that it's like cold, right? So if you were thinking about like a cold lead, right? And you've, you've heard me talk about leads and what's a cold lead. A cold lead is someone who's brand new to you, who, who discovers you in some way. They stumble across your social media uh, post. They meet you in, in real life, right? So it's, they're still a cold lead if they've never met you before, right? Um, someone who might discover you from a search on the internet, right? A cold lead. A cold lead for me is someone who somehow listens to their very first episode of my show, right? They're a cold lead. So we call something cold if it's the brand new, on the start, at the beginning, right? And a cold lead doesn't know anything about you yet, has not built up any level of trust, any level of, of, of resonance, knowing, love, right? We call it the no, I call it the no love and trust factor, right? So a cold lead becomes a warm lead if they decide that they want to stick around, listen to more episodes, look at more posts, sign up, follow you, get on your email list, like all these things that a cold lead might decide if they would like to invest more time and energy, maybe money, in getting to know you more. And then what what we call a hot lead is someone who has been warming up, been on your yellow brick road, right? They've been coming, they've been receiving the emails, blah, blah, blah. Like this woman who I spoke with at uh, this morning, the discovery call, she's never come to any of my workshops. She she met me because I did a summit. Well, she never met me before, but meaning met me, like discovered me because I did a summit. I, I like to do these big workshops where I bring on guests. I do it like twice a year. We'll be having one in March, just so you know. Um, but like, I don't know, maybe like a year and a half or two years ago, I hosted one. She came. And the reason she knew about it was because one of the guests promoted it. So she was on someone else's list. She got on my list and she's been on my email list ever since then. She's never come to any of my workshops. She never listened to the podcast. I even asked her today because I was about to tell her something. And I thought, oh, if she listens to the show, she knows this. She never listened to the show. The only contact she's had with me since she discovered me, since she was got on my yellow brick road, what turned her from a cold lead to a hot one, a hot lead is someone who actually decides they're ready to talk to you about working with you, right? Hot lead was my email list. She's been receiving my emails all this time and she reads them and the email list is what pushed her. The emails that I send are what pushed her to uh, book a call. So that's, so I'm just explaining to you like what cold, warm and hot leads are, right? And I want you to think about the fact that like, Many people are hoping that their website is going to attract the cold leads, meaning it's going to be the point of discovery for people. And what I'm here to tell you is that that's the that's the that's the hardest way I'm going to call it for your website to function for you in your business. And what I'm going to be telling you about for the rest of the episode is how it does function in your business and why you would like one and what it could do for you. And also why you shouldn't focus on, on, on having one first and also what you need before you have one. All right. So we're going to talk about the website being your store or your storefront or your equivalent of a shingle 
And the fact that only one part of how it functions for you is the part where someone is walking down the street and sees it from the outside, right? The discovery. Then we're going to talk about how there are other times that people are looking for your store, right? Because they already met you some other way or you were referred to them or they like, you know, uh, they they wanted to check you out further because they 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 heard about you right and then they look for the store to get more information or to go shopping right and then you know finally it's also a way for someone who is really serious about shopping to be able to see what's available their services the services and the offers okay when you have stuff that you're putting out. So again, I want to point out that even though I said that there are times that your website serves for you as that point of discovery, you should not be thinking that that's the reason to do a website because that's the least, that that's what you get the least traction out of. It's not that easy to be discovered by someone doing a Google search unless you've got a really, really, really amazing search engine optimization going on. And unless you are really crystal clear on what you do so that the right keywords are attracting the right people, okay? And then, of course, once they do get there and find you, we need them to do something about it. So the other thing is someone could discover your website, get to it, and then if the website is not really helping your business, if it's not on point, if it's not clear, if it doesn't really speak to that client the way I said that like someone sees a window and goes, ooh, I want to go in there, then you're losing that lead anyway. If they don't take action, if they don't do something when they go to that website. So I'm now going to bring you to the Yellow Brick Road system because this is how I'm going to talk about the function of the website. All right. And the yellow brick road system, for those of you who might be new to me or have never heard it, is my system of organic business strategy. If you already heard me reference the yellow brick road, right? So I teach, I've created a way of helping people to understand what the organic flow is of a business. You may have heard it referred to as a funnel, but unfortunately, when many people hear the word funnel, they have some PTSD. (laughs) I, I work with a lot of people who like were so desperate to figure out how to create clients and have a business that they ended up paying someone who claimed that like if they let them build out like an automated funnel, that that would be the magic thing that would all of a sudden start attracting all these clients and whatever. And they invest all this money and they discover that automated funnels don't work, <laughs> right? As Unless you invest a lot of money in advertising, okay? But we all need a funnel in our business. We all need a funnel because what a funnel is, is it is essentially the process by which we attract new people to discover who we are, to know what we do, whatever you want to call it. And we call that the top of the funnel because it's the biggest and widest. It's like the mouth of a funnel, right? Where you imagine what you're hoping to do is get people into your funnel. And ideally, the people that you want to get into your funnel are at least relatively in your ideal client zone, okay? So one of the biggest mistakes that I see entrepreneurs out there make 
is attracting the wrong people into their funnel or onto your client pathway, whatever you want to call it, all right? And the reason that you're attracting the wrong people is because you don't know your niche and you don't know your messaging, so you're attracting the wrong people. So you're creating the content that doesn't attract the right people. If this is you and this resonates with you, come to the five-day training. That's what it's going to be about, okay? So you've got the top of your funnel where you bring in people. Hopefully, at least they're relatively in the right zone, okay? And then what happens is you then create content, whether that's content that's like through your email list or your freebies or your workshops or your trainings or your podcast or you write a book or you or your social media content, right? Everything that you create helps people move through your funnel. It moves them along, right? And so in my system, we don't call it the funnel. We call it the yellow brick road. So much nicer, so much easier to picture, right? And so what we do is we look at the yellow brick road and we say, okay, there's the, there's the there's the part where the yellow brick road starts in Technicolor, right? If you remember the movie, it's black and white. And then the only thing, right, the color starts with the yellow brick road. So I want you to imagine everyone's in black and white until they get on your yellow brick road. Then they get on your yellow brick road, boom, Technicolor. Oh, my God. All right, they're here. They're on the road. But then where's Oz? Well, it's not right there, right? Oz is like a little ways down. That's why we got to meet the Tin Man. We got to meet the, we got to meet the Scarecrow. We got to meet the Cowardly Lion, right? We got to go through poppy fields. We got to get flying monkeys all over us. We got to like deal with a witch, right? (laughs) Right? All the obstacles, right? We got to deal with those, okay, on the yellow brick road. But people are walking through the yellow brick road and then Oz, and Oz is what they're paying for. And, you know, again, I'm not going to, this is, that's not what this episode is about. But just to remind you, when I teach my strategy to you, I always make sure that the very first thing that you focus on is perfecting your biggest, highest passionate offer, which for most of the people I work with is their one-to-one service, right? And then after that's validated, after you're creating clients, after we have clarity in your niche, after we know that what your transformational system is works and that people want it, then we start adding in other things that cost money, right? But I teach people, don't distract people with other things that cost money until you've really perfected having people pay you what you really want to be paid, right? Because you can't grow a business on low investment offers. You can't grow a business charging $197, okay? You can make a little extra cash with that. But if what you want is a sustainable business, you got to focus on like your main offer, right? That is, again, I'm not, I don't tell people what to charge, but we consider like a significant offer to be like that $1,000 and up offer, that you get people saying yes to that. And then we might populate your yellow brick road with other paid stuff. But what we do populate your yellow brick road with is free stuff that people can keep in taking in and getting value from as they're strolling along and they're thinking, I think I would really like to find this Oz place, right? And then they go to Oz and then hopefully you have an incredible conversation with them and they are a green light. They're a yes, right? This is what I teach. This is what you, you know, this is this is a very, very tried and true system. Um, and Essentially, it's my way of teaching you how to create an organic funnel, right? So that you're not paying for some automated shit before you have a big enough audience to do it. And even if you did have a big enough audience to do it, um, 
What we know about trends in coaching and in service-based businesses is that automated removes one of the most important factors, right? And that is you, right? Like you are the most important factor, your energy, your resonance, your personality. That is such a big part of what makes people want to work with you or keep wanting to know more. And that doesn't mean that your website should be about you, but your vibe and your voice and like who you are should be captured and come through the website because that is ultimately what's going to, the first thing that's going to attract someone on your website is what's about them. And then the next thing that attract them is, is if they feel the vibe, energy, and resonance with you, right? But, but that's not the first thing. Usually the first thing is someone might like your vibe and resonance and be like, Oh my God, she's so cool. But then they're just going to think you're so cool and move on. But if the way they discover you is because they're like, Oh my God, she is something that I need. And then they go, Oh my God. And a bonus is I really like her, resonate with her or him. They, and I want to work with them, right? That's that's what we're, that's the way it usually goes, okay? It doesn't usually go that people go, oh, I like that person so much. I love her vibe. I love their energy. And even though I don't need what they have to offer, I'm still going to buy it. <laughs> Rarely happens that way, you guys, okay? Like people are not like doing charity out there. They're not being like, I just want to pay you for being fabulous, right? Not Not usually what happens, okay? Someone recently like told me, you know, that the reason why she wanted to sign up for X, Y, and Z is that she really loves the work I do and she wanted to support me. And I was like, don't sign up for that. (laughs) You're not going to be, you're not going to be happy that you made an investment like just to like, because you think you're investing in me. I was literally like, it's okay. I, I, the way to invest in me is to invest with me. Meaning if I have something that you need and that you feel is really valuable, that would really help you, then great. Then I'm all about it. Let's partner up. Like you can pay me and I'm going to deliver something of great value to you. But don't pay me because you think I'm a charity case. I'm not. And I appreciate you could show me your support in other ways, right? <laughs> like tell everyone you know about my podcast, right? That's a great way. That's invaluable. I'd rather that you do that than sign up for a program that you don't need. Okay. All right. So anyway, So in the yellow brick road system, we've got, and you've heard me teach this before, we've got the attract section, which is like that very first part where it turns gold, right? Then you've got the serve section, which is how we move people along the yellow brick road. It's what we're giving them of value and we're, we're serving them. We're giving, we're, we're nurturing them. We're building that no love and trust. We are, we're getting, you know, building resonance and then then there's the convert part, right? Where we make an offer and hopefully they say yes, right? That's when they're paying us. So how does your website serve you or function for you uh, in these three parts of the yellow brick road? Because I think what a lot of people think is that the website serves only in the attract part, right? Where that's how they're going to get the people on the yellow brick road. And as I said earlier, that's not actually where the website usually has its most function. It usually has its most function in the middle, in the serve section, and then in the convert section. Okay. So if your website, if you're using your website in the attract, well, you're using it. Let's say you've got a website, okay. Or you want a website. How would it work for you in the attract part of your yellow brick road? And our attract part of our yellow brick road is what we can think about as 
a cold person's discovery. A cold lead who doesn't know us discovering us. How does your website function in that part of your yellow brick road? Well, as we said, it functions where if we're assuming that a stranger who has no reason to be looking for you, meaning they didn't put your name in the search, right? But they put in, you know, something that they're looking for, some sort of a service. They're looking for, you know, a health coach, a life coach. They're looking for, you know, a business support. They're looking for a wellness professional, a yoga teacher. They're looking for a website designer. They're looking for a social media manager. They're looking for, you know, any sort of a creative. They're looking for whatever it is that they put in and they do a search. If all is well, right? And your, and your website is on point, then, then your name and website will come up and then hopefully they click on it and they go there. Okay. So, so that's essentially the only way that your website functions for attracting a cold lead. Any other way that someone would get to your website, meaning if they intentionally go there, like they typed your name in, that's not a cold lead. So a lot of people think that the website is going to function as bringing in a lot of cold leads, but that would be assuming that you've got a, a lot of people putting in search words that, that are what you do, and then that your website happens to come up in the right placement and order, and then they are, and then as they're scrolling, they're like, oh, and they click on it. That's a lot of steps. Okay, that's a lot of steps to get a cold lead onto your website. So that's first of all. And now I want you to remember that there's lots of other ways that we attract cold leads onto our yellow brick road besides the website. We do that on social media. Social media is not your website, right? We can do that by putting out valuable content, whether it's on social media or on a podcast or writing a book. Um, we attract cold leads by going to networking events. We attract cold leads by talking to people. We attract cold leads by getting referrals. We attract cold leads, right? And even a, a referral is not totally cold lead because someone's already kind of said, hey, this person's awesome, right? But the point is, is that when someone enters onto our yellow brick road, there are multiple ways that they may do that besides through your website. So your website is only one way that a cold lead finds you this is why I am going to now go back to the number one mistake that coaches and entrepreneurs and service providers make is thinking that the website is what you need in order to attract cold leads. That is your number one mistake is thinking that that is what you need before you can attract. And what I'm here to tell you is that there are so many more immediate ways to attract cold leads than a website. The website is you're putting it out there and then you're hoping for the best. You have no control. You put it out there and then you're hoping people search for it. But there are so many other ways that you could be creating, attracting and creating clients before the website is done even that are faster. And that's a big part of what I teach and what we do in the academy, right? In the Passionate and Prosperous Academy, which also is my school, right? That's a one-year, complete one-year business development and um, uh, personal growth program with an unbelievable level of support 
And and it already, you know, it's happening right now. You can join the academy at any time. You, If you're like, oh my God, I want to have a mentor, a coach, other coaches, and then a community of unbelievable people who are all making businesses and growing and scaling and, and doing all the things and staying in a high vibe, come be in the academy with us. All you have to do is set up a call with me and we can talk about it, but sit, be in the academy with us, right? So because this is what we do. I teach you that you have to be extremely proactive in terms of like how you're going to go out into the world and get those more immediate leads for yourself, right? Then a website can get for you. So again, a website is important, but it's not the thing you need in order to create clients. You can create clients right now with no website. All you have to do is tell someone what you do and get them to want to be on a discovery call with you or be able to have them like come, you know, get some emails or a freebie or whatever, or you're doing a talk or a workshop, something, and you don't need a website for those things. There are other workarounds, just so you know. There are other ways for you to like get people to sign up for things before you have a website. There are other ways to get people to, you know, see a a description of something before you have a website. So there are simple workarounds that you can always use that do not mean that you have to have a website in order for to do certain things that you want to do to get your business going. All right. So that's how it functions on the attract is if someone finds you literally by searching. But the place where your website actually starts to function more and why I do think you need a website. Okay. Eventually, like if you don't have one right off the bat, It's not going to make or break you, okay? But eventually, the reason why we want, oh, oh, I'm going to go back. And if you are getting the cold lead from that attract, from that, you know, um, Google search, here's the thing. That website, when someone gets there, the cold lead, it's got to do what I said. It's got to make them see the window and want to go in. And then it's got to make them want to do something in there. It may not be that they're going to buy anything because they might have to have a discovery call with you before they would even buy anything from you. It's not like your website is full of products, right? But it's going to have enough on there that's going to make them go, oh, I'm curious about her. And they're going to sign up uh, for the email or they're going to sign up to get the freebie that's posted on your website. Or they're going to uh, you know, do the equivalent of taking a business card, right? Uh, or whatever. Or they're going to poke around. They're going to see what's available to them, right? And they're going to get curious and they're going to then stay on your yellow brick road for a while. So if someone gets to your website, but then they don't take some sort of action that gets them onto your yellow brick road, like following you on social media or signing up for your email list or getting a free thing from you and then therefore being on your email list and stuff like, or booking a discovery call, then essentially, that person went in your store and walked right out. And you'll never know why, which is why it's so important for your website to be on brand. It's got to capture that client. You've got to know your fucking niche. You've got to know your message. You've got to nail what it is that someone would be walking into that store for. And within the first 10 seconds that they're there, they've got to identify that they're in the right place or they're leaving. Who's wasting their time and They don't want to be in. I'm not. I've literally walked into stores and walked right out again. So you have to remember that like your website is going to do shit for you if you haven't done the work on your niche and your message and your ideal client and your voice and all of that. Otherwise, it's a waste of time, energy and money to do the website. 
So you could be doing it at like, so when people work with me, I say, let's do it in conjunction. You can be working on your website while we're also making sure that your niche and your message and your content and blah, blah, blah is on point, right? So that when someone does find the website, it does what you want. Okay. So that's really important for the attract part. Now, in the serve part of your yellow brick road, this is where the website, I think, functions really well for a lot of people, which is someone discovers you in one of the more obvious ways, right? Because like I said, the searching on Google is going to be your least point of attraction, okay? Until maybe you've got a very robust website where you're uploading new content all the time, or you've got some sort of a blog because that keeps your your website kind of like, like, like um, you know, relevant and current. And so therefore it'll come up in searches more, um, blah, blah, blah. We don't have to go into all of that about search engines and, and, and things. But um, until you have a big audience, you know, again, your website is, is, is going to function more for once people do discover you. They see you talk somewhere. They, um, they meet you. You hand them a card because you literally met them at networking. Um, you, they, they saw you on social media and they're curious to know more. Someone that you know referred someone to you. And so the first thing they're most logically going to do is go look you up, right? Then your website is serving in this, is, is, is working in the serve part of your yellow brick road because what it's doing is it's giving people away to know more about you and therefore to build some no love and trust to create the resonance. So they already heard about you and they're curious. They go to your website. Your website gives you authority. Your website now makes you look official. Your website is where you can showcase some of your expertise. Your website is where your messaging is front and center. So that person is really feeling like that you're speaking directly to them. And it starts bringing up this feeling for them of curiosity and of maybe you're the person that can help them. Maybe they do want to work with you. And there's a million things about them getting to that store that makes them feel that way. It's a combination of your words, which is probably more important than anything else, with the visual. And that's why when you go have someone design a website for you, your branding, your logo, your colors, it should be an extension of your message and your vibe. Right. It should be it should feel like when someone gets onto your website, they are literally experiencing you as well as the message for them. That's like a really high level thing to have. And in order for you to have that, you've got to have clarity on on you on you. And this is what we're doing in that training. Just so you know, the five day training. Right. This is what I teach. Your brand is you, your message your expertise, your niche, who the other person is, like what services you have, you know, how you deliver. This is your brand and you're a part of it. And so is the other person. And that's what we flesh out in the five day training that we're going to be doing at the, you know, it's January 30th. So I say end of January, but it's really the first week of February, 2023. Okay. So You got to know all that. So when they go into the store, they are like literally now immersed in this world that is like the world that speaks to them because it's about what they need and the world of you and your amazing energy and vibe. And it's going to make them feel like, ooh, this is like my person, right? People come to me, 
from listening to the podcast and going to my website and they get on that discovery call with me and they've already decided that I'm their person. So something's working, right? With like the messaging and then the vibe and then someone already feels that before they even get on a discovery call with me. But that's the, that's like, I'm having my dream right now. This is what I've been working for for four and a half years, right? It takes a lot of time to get there. It takes a lot of creating of a lot of shit and also changing my website a million times and up-leveling it and adjusting it and getting even more clear and more clear and more. There's no such thing as being clear permanently. Our clarity keeps getting more clear, right? Because we keep getting better and better at what we do. We get, we collect more data. We know more. We work with more people. We put ourselves out there. Everything's a big experiment. You're not going to have a business client, a brand, a message, a website, or anything by sitting behind your computer screen. You're not going to have any of those things by sitting behind your computer screen and trying to work on and create a website as the first activity of your business. And I'm going to tell you a story about how I actually created. So the Passionate and Prosperous Academy, which is a full year-long program with open enrollment, okay, its origin, it started as a little program called Out of Overwhelm and Into Action. Out of Overwhelm and Into Action is my is is one of my signature programs. It's actually now inside of the academy, but that program started as a 10-week program that I didn't even have a sales page for. It wasn't even on my website. I had a website, but it wasn't even on my website. It it came about because I and you've heard me tell the story if you listen to the show. I won this challenge that my school was putting on uh, to make $10,000 in 10 weeks, blah, 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 blah. And all of these coaches from my school, my peers, started reaching out to me and asking me how I made the $10,000 in 10 weeks. How did I get the clients? How did I do that? And so at that time, I wasn't even a business coach. And I was, I was giving people, I was letting people schedule like short 15-minute calls with me just out of the pure service and generosity of my heart, which then actually became how I grew my entire business, just so you know, and how I continue to. But I, I, I was having these conversations and I was just, and, and I became really curious about like, how come none of these other coaches could, could figure out how to create clients? And so I was on the phone with one, with one woman. Okay. Um, I've told this story before. This is a true story. Okay. This is what actually started my program out of a woman into action and what the whole academy is now based on and all of my work. Okay. I said to her, cause I was coaching, you know, I'm like, Oh, I'm a coach talking to a coach. I'll use coaching. Right. And I said, you know, she got on the call and she told me her story and she told me she was desperate, like desperate, desperate for clients, desperate for money. And so, of course, as you know, that energy is going to get you nowhere. Like desperation does not is not something that a client's going to be like, oh, I love that desperate energy. <laughs> I love that scarcity coming off that woman. Right. This is never going to happen. So. So, you know, I said, OK, well, you know, and in my mind, I'm thinking, but you can have a client. Like, why wouldn't you be able to have a client? And I said to her, well, what do you think would be the, the next thing for you to do in order to create a client? And she paused for a moment. And then she went and she said it with a question inflection. She went, work on my website. Boom. That started my entire like, like next level of my business. Okay. I was like, oh my God, that's what coaches think is that they should work on their website instead of figure out how to make money and get a client. 
right? So here's the thing. I know that so many of you have spent hours and hours sitting behind your computer monitor thinking that you should work on a website instead of being out in the world creating clients. So in everything I do, when you work with me one-on-one or you work with me in the academy, this is like one of the first things we focus on. Knowing how to create clients and knowing where a website and working on it functions in your time, energy, money, focus, okay, in your business. So when someone, you know, comes to your website, we, you, you, they should be experiencing what you've done the work on figuring out. And you can't figure it out in a vacuum. You can only figure it out by being out in the world. And by by putting out content and by talking to people and by having clients and by making offers and by knowing all of this other stuff before the website's even going to do anything. But if it's on point and look on point, as I just told you, is always shifting and changing. It just has to be good enough. It has to be good enough, but it's got to be something. It can't be generic bullshit. It's got to be something that resonates with you and your ideal clients, right? When it's there, then it's an amazing like way for people to step into your store and then decide if they want to like take another stroll along the yellow brick road. Now, in the convert part of our businesses, I don't consider convert to only be um, money, right? I consider there to be other ways that we convert people or get a green light, obviously getting them even to sign up for free stuff, right? So like people you know, I consider it to be a really great step when someone signs up for something free with me. I think of it as another step along the yellow brick road, right? So the convert part of your website is where people can see what's available to them, what's available to them for free, as well as what's available to them for money. Now, I don't put prices. I have a, I have like a whole sort of philosophy and theory about pricing on our websites and what we do put price for and what we don't. And if, you know, if you want to know more about that, I guess I could even do an episode on that at some point. But, um, but on the website doesn't mean that someone is necessarily going to be buying something off the website, but when they see what your offer is, and when I say what your offer is, your offer is not the money part. Right. And if you've trained with me or you want to train with me, I teach you that an offer has three parts to it. All right. And the first part of your offer is what would be on your website. Now, the second two are not necessarily on your website. And I'll even I'll be I'll 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 just tell you straight up. I'll be transparent. You want that level of like what of, of what I teach? Come to come to my stuff. Come to a workshop. I even teach it for free. But come to something where it's where where we talk about these things. Okay, even in the academy. Um, but your offer is the part where you talk about how you use your expertise to help the people that you work with. And that should be really clear to them through your website. And that should be right. So it shouldn't be the name of a program and that it's three months or 90 days or 12 weeks or whatever. It should be a much more um, relatable way that you describe the system that you have coined, that you have worked on, that, that is your unique individual system where you bring all your gifts and skills together for exactly what your ideal client needs, the outcomes that they want and the problems that they have, that is what your website, that's the convert part of your website. 
where that is, right? And that makes someone want to work with you. Now, of course, the website can then start to function as other things like a place for people to sign up for your free stuff. Eventually, when you do have paid things that someone might buy, like a low investment course or, um, you know, uh, whatever, your website will can function to take payments as well. Eventually, it may not for like when you're first starting out, but the point is, is that that is how your website functions for every part of your yellow brick road. And what I want you to see is that it does nothing for you if you don't have clarity and a sense of all of like who you are, what you do, who your clients are, what they need, what would really attract them, what speaks to them, what, what, and, and if you're not able to, and, and if you're letting them know how you help them, that's what a website is for. So until you can have that on your website, the answer is don't have one. Work on it. But it's a big mistake to think that you need it as the first thing that you do for your business. I've watched so many coaches and entrepreneurs spend all of this time, months behind the scenes before they've ever had a client, before they ever know what the fuck they're doing, before they know their brand, before they know their niche, whatever, working on a website. And then I see it. I watch it. They go on social media. For them, it's this huge thing. And and you could even go back to the episode about launching. Um, It's this huge thing. And they're so excited to tell everyone about their new website. Oh my God, I have a business. I'm a this, I'm a that. And here's my new website. And we've put so much into it and blah, blah, blah. Here's the link. They get a bunch of comments. Oh my God, congratulations. Yay for you. You're amazing. Keep going, right? Or, you know, or, oh, I went to it. It's beautiful. But so fucking what? I mean, like, did anyone take action and book a discovery call? Usually the answer is no. We got to know why, right? And I think I know why for a lot of the reasons why I told you during this episode. So it is a really big letdown to invest time, energy, and money in a website too early because then you build it up in your mind that this is going to be the big launch of your business. You're going to put the website out there and the discovery calls are going to start. And it's not because of you. It's not because you're bad or you suck or you made a mistake. It's because that's just not the way service-based businesses grow. You know, and maybe maybe you do have this on point website where your messaging and your brand and your niche and everything are like flawless. But then it's still important to remember that, like, it's it's still not it's still only one tiny part of the discovery process of getting people onto Yellow Brick Road. So um so what is the, what, what do I want to tell you about websites? Okay. Like what, what do I, in conclusion, in conclusion, what I want to say is the answer to, do I need a website is yes. For your authority, for your expertise, for giving people a place to build no love and trust. Yes. You eventually need it. You want it. It makes you seem professional. It gives people a way of in their own time poking around. Yes. It serves a tremendously great purpose. And You don't need it to start your business and you should not use it to start your business. You should not work on a website until you have someone, you know, maybe you're good at doing this on your own, but most people need to develop a website with a branding and a messaging and a niching expert or, you know, your mentor or your coach or whatever, who is going to make sure 
that what is on the website is the right stuff. And I know lots of brilliant designers that are great at graphics. They're great at the colors. They're great at logos, but they're not copywriters, you guys. And they're, and they're not really experts in service-based business messaging and how to attract people. So, and there's a lot, there's a wide variety of web designers out there and they could be brilliant and also not be skilled in the specific way that you need them to be when it comes to your messaging and how to attract your ideal client. And that's why I highly recommend that you write all of that yourself. And you may need a mentor or someone who's a great writer or a coach to help you with that. But ultimately, that's what you should do. And I would not hire that out to a stranger. Hopefully this helped you and answered your questions about when, why, how, what, all of that, about what a website does for you and when you should focus on it and why you should focus on it and why you shouldn't focus on it and what should be on it and what it should really do for you in your business. And I'm just going to wrap up by saying that it mostly serves as a place for people to really see your expertise and to build their no love and trust in you. And then it's, you know, and then it's, it's not going to function as much as an attraction tool for cold leads, just because Google searching is only one tiny part of how people should find you and you shouldn't rely on that. And then as far as converting, the idea is that people go shopping on there long enough to take some sort of call to action, even if that's to get on your email list, take a freebie from you, book a discovery call with you. And then maybe over time when you have a little bit more of a bit and look, you might be listening to this and you might have a six figure business. Then, yeah, then great. Then there could be offers on there for people to buy something from you, a done for you course, um, or join a program, whatever, and they and they might just do that from the website. But it takes time to grow an audience and enough of a reputation for that to start happening for you. So we don't focus on that. We don't start there. But if you're already there, and if you're listening, and you're already somebody with a six-figure business, and you're ready to have like products on your site, evergreens, things that people may buy, yes, that is where they would live. And that still doesn't change the fact that you have to get people to those things to want to buy them. And that is when I will refer you back to the episode on evergreens, done for yous, and funnels. Oh my. That's what I have for you today, everybody. It's still January, so I'm still going to say Happy New Year. I really believe that we can all have our best year ever. 2023 is going to be amazing. Come to the five-day training with me. Join me in the academy whenever you're ready. I will make sure that you have your best year ever, whatever day you start with us. And with that, I am signing off. I'm sending you all the love and I will be in your headphones with you next week. Bye. so much for listening to Passionate and Prosperous with me, Stacey Brass Russell. If you like what you're listening to, please make sure you're following or subscribing. And if you're on Apple, that's the little plus sign on the top right so that you get notified when new episodes drop every Wednesday. As always, I'm sending you love and high vibes. And remember, life is hard and there's always something you can do about it. 